Hey, I've got a bunch of uh, content for today. Um, do you want me to put it in the rundown or do you just want me to keep it over here on the notes you can't see? Oh, just surprise me. We'll just, let's just roll with it. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Buckle up, people. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, toddlers. So, so when you when you had your 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 last comment in the cold open, my thought was, you know, if we actually wrote those things out, uh, you know, like instead of just whatever comes to our head, instead of saying, what'd you say? Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, people. When you said that, what popped in my head was, hey, toddlers, grab the rattles. <laughs> you know, 99% of this show is ad lib. We have a very, we have a very, very sketchy rundown of things that we might kind of sort of maybe talk about and some notes for me to say regularly, like about the music and not thanking Podbean and stuff like that. But by by and large, our framework is you know, to, to call it loosey goosey gives it a name. And we're not even, we don't even have that much of a plan. We, we, we got to put in 60% more organization to get to Lucy. Goosey is well outside of our range. Yeah. We don't do that around here. <laughs> and everybody that's listening goes, yeah, this is episode 30. We know. We know. Yeah, we, we know. It's that you're not giving us a look behind the curtain on this one, guys. <laughs> so if you listened to last week's episode, Todd made a point of regularly doing a voiceover to give credit where credit is due or refer back to a previous episode. Todd, could you give us an example of that? (laughs) That joke was brought to you by Craig Ferguson. Almost all of them are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that. And so as I was editing and listening to this what I heard was the password is shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're old. Ah. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> that reference is to an old. <laughs> That's a really old game show. <sighs> yeah. That reference is to an old game show. Password. Now, is is it the Burt Ludden version or is it the, oh, shoot, what's the curly-headed guy? Um, Bert. Oh, I can see him. Since this is an audio podcast, that's going to be helpful. Yeah, I was, uh, Alan Ludden. Alan Ludden was the original host who was married to Betty White. Oh, doesn't take much to derail us. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> Bert Convy. Oh, oh Bert Convy well, is the guy that I was trying to come up with. There we go. Yep. Bert Convy. I, I was going to say Dick Sargent different show that's, different no that, yes that's he, a different thing no no sorry so yeah we just went down a password rabbit hole i loved password honestly i just it was a great game show i always enjoyed that and who knows maybe maybe by the time we get to episode 50 that's what we'll be doing <laughs> the problem is i'm not sure how we're going to do that over the air because when we give out the password to all of the listeners it's going to be easy for the rest of the you know what we'll figure it out you we'll know figure. what you will spitball something yeah, that's that's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. You know what? I'll throw that in the 2% bucket. I'll work on that. <laughs> sure. So we had a Sarah Judson Brown sighting actually at our house. John and Sarah and the kids stopped by on their way to Missouri and we socially distanced dinner in our garage this week. Wow. Cool. Go away, Siri. <laughs> oh took the, I, I did update to uh, to 14, obviously, because it turned on Siri automatically. Dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that by the way, that's there's there's some follow there, well, there's there's an additional Todd's tech corner coming about about some of the iOS 14. Because I know people really tune in for their tech stuff here. So that'll be later. So um so you had you had you had socially distanced uh dinner in your garage. And she provided, Sarah provided feedback in person. Ooh, wow. You know, given our shows, I'm not sure that that's, we shouldn't, I'm not sure we should be encouraging that. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) But it was great to see. We hadn't seen him in in years. So uh, that was, that was a whole lot of fun. That was great this week. She thinks we should do a segment called Urban Camping with Todd for when you can't get a good campsite. (laughs) Okay. I mean. Urban camping with Todd is basically, well, here's my bedroom. <laughs> this is where Lisa reads her book, and this is where I watch Sports Center. Urban camping. <laughs> da-da-da, da-da-da. Yeah. But um, you know what? We you know what? If uh trust me, if if we can't find a good if we can't find something uh something good, um that that sounds like content to me. So um yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little concerned because I in in one respect to be like don't worry that's coming and then my thought is oh what what do I have to go through for that to happen but it, yes, <laughs> um, and then I think the the only other thing there was that this week she listened while resting in the hotel room, just lying on the bed doing absolutely nothing else, and she said that was perfect. That was the perfect way to listen to the podcast. Okay, so you know how we keep trying to figure out what what to label this on the services. I think we're now going head to head with like Headspace and Calm. Uh, I know we're, this right? is a med- this is a meditation content. The answer is password. That's not right. <laughs> You're getting very sleepy. Very no, sleepy. Yeah. We want them to listen. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Never mind. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because I mean, no matter how much we tell people they're getting they're getting sleepy, they're going to stay awake until they get the discount code from Zazzle at the end. So we we can't fight that. So um, you had all of this content. We I don't have any other follow up or feedback. That's it. Da-da-da. Unless you had some. Lindsay came to visit, right? She did, and she uh, she did come to visit, and she made a comment about. Why am I not included on your podcast? And I said, you're a few episodes behind, aren't you? And she said, yes. And I said, call me when you get there. <laughs> so she's like, how will I know? You, oh, you'll know. You, it'll be clear. So anyway, she'll get caught up at some point. Oh, um, I guess I did have one other piece of follow-up. Um, you remember how when the episode where we did empty nesting tips? Yes. Yep. And do you remember what your first tip was? Don't let them come back. Yeah. Yes. Um, so 
Good news. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is living at home again. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. We're happy to have him here. Bradley is Bradley had a two week quarantine, right? And he punched out rather than be stuck in the dorm room. He said, you know what? I would like to just come home. And we said, you know what? Okay. If you follow the same rules here as you did at Bradley, more or less, fine. Come home. That's fine. But give us two days to put your room back together again. (laughs) And Peloton isn't going to move itself. (laughs) And then yesterday, the two week lockdown ended and they can go back to having in-person classes and leaving their room to get meals or to socially distance outside, but can't go to anybody else's room, can't go to the fraternity house, can't go off campus to eat, can't pretty much do anything. And given that all of Lucas's classes are online anyway, none yeah. of them are in person. Okay. He said, you know what? I think I would like to just stay home for the rest of the semester because I don't have any reason to leave my room. And I can't blame him. So plus, Bradley said, if you do this, we will refund your room and board and backdate it to September 9th for the entire semester. And I went, oh, okay, let's do that. So Lucas is home. Hey, welcome back, Lucas. And because he's home, he and Adam have started doing their podcast again. So they released episode six yesterday which is something about a fungus in a well, Mike the well fungus. I I don't know. It's in the back row. It's on Podbean. Good luck finding it. Better luck listening to it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so 20 to his collar and wishing the best of luck. (laughs) So so as you were describing what his options were going back to Bradley, the first thing I thought of was, I'm pretty sure those were the same rules that you had when you were a guest at Alcatraz. Look, you can get, you can get out of your rooms for like an hour a day to go outside, but you can't, you can't go into the other rooms. And occasionally if need be, you know, you, you can, you can, you can go to your job, but other than that, you got to stay in here. So welcome to the rock. I mean, Bradley. <laughs> Well, and, you know, we talked about maybe just getting a single. I mean, if you go back, do you want to just get a single? Well, we talked about that before the rules came out. And the rules came out. There's basically, well, you can't have anybody in your room. You can't go into anybody else's room. You can't go to the fraternity house. You can go downstairs to the cafeteria and get your food and bring it back to your room. So now you're like, in solitary. You're in the hole. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I ain't doing that. Like, I don't blame him. I would rather be here too. Plus, he's got his own bathroom and he doesn't have to share with anybody else. And his mom cooks for him. Or I do. So, uh. So how's the, uh, how's the grocery shopping changed now? Uh, the grocery budget is back up. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but, but on a brighter note, there's string cheese in the house again. So I have snacks. Yay, so, yay, I have snacks. So, okay. So speaking of cheese, we've now just moved. We've moved seamlessly right into our main topics. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yesterday morning I posted on Facebook, the great cheese hunt of 2020. And I know you're not on the social meds, so you didn't you didn't see any of this. But we were in Pella two weeks ago, and at Intveld's, which is a local butcher and cheese shop there in Pella, they had apple jack cheese, which was originally made in Warren, 
Illinois, which is the school, the town where the school was that Amy went to growing up. This is the local cheese plant version of kind of farmer's cheese. It's a soft, white, really, it's a good cheese with snack crackers, that kind of stuff, right? Oh, okay, wait. So this isn't this isn't made from the cereal. No, it oh, is okay. not. I, no, I had something yes. else in my mind. Never mind. Sorry about that. That was that's on me. Okay, it, go ahead. I get it now. It's it's not crunchy. No, it's not. Nor say, is it soggy either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I want some apple jack cheese and some Captain Crunch cheese, and uh, throw in some frosted flake cheese, and we'll call it good. Okay, so that's not this. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> that is not this. This is this is apple jack cheese. It's, although although Captain Crunch cheese sounds really good right now. I don't know why. Sorry. Anyway, I'll be quiet now. Actually, it kind of (laughs) does. So we found this cheese that I can't get in Des Moines. Can't find anywhere in Des Moines, as far as I know. Um, But we found it over in Pella. So I posted online, if anybody in the greater Des Moines area knows where you can buy this cheese, let me know. Great Cheese Hunt 2020. So I got a couple of recommendations for grocery stores that have a good selection. And there's a cheese shop on 42nd street, which is six or eight blocks from our old house. So I'm going to, I'm going to check there. But meanwhile, Amy's boss lives in Pella and knows the owner of Intveld's. Well, there you go. So I, and drives back and forth from Pella to Des Moines daily. Right. So I now a have my cheese connection. It's important. Yep. And B, have three hunks of cheese in my refrigerator right now. Well, so I'm just, I'm going to say this. You just mentioned Lucas's home. You had three hunks of cheese <laughs> in your fridge. We've been recording now for 20 minutes. You are not, you, you are not necessarily clear on what your current cheese situation is. <laughs> That's true. So, but, but anyway, I am, I am a happy guy because I have now, I have my cheese connection now. I would, I sure, I would certainly love to find it in Des Moines so that I could get my cheese fix without having to put in an order to Jess and and have it delivered. But okay, all right, all right. So let me let me just let me turn this on the, on its head though for you. Let me just let me spin this for you. Right? What if you became the cheese distributor of that cheese for Des Moines? Right? I'm just saying. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know how big of a truck that guy's got. <laughs> He's coming here every 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 day anyway. You just just unload a little bit more, and then you start selling it, and then you've always got some. I just take that. You know that that's on you if you want to take that or not. That's 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 what I need is another side hustle. I mean, it's a little weird if you're going to be walking around like going, you know, like opening up the trunk of your car, just st- sitting in the you know sitting in like the like the back part of like a like a, a Home Depot and like, Psst, hey buddy, want some cheese? Out of my trunk. I mean, you might you might want to work on the marketing. <laughs> You're helpful. It it ain't easy being cheesy. Oh, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We're no, jeez. Well, that's. I'm trying oh. to whatever the the um. Jess provided a bunch of hashtags for this. Let's see. Hashtag Pella Dice for for Pella. Hashtag Cheese Mafia. Hashtag more cheese, less hate. Hashtag cheers to cheese. Hashtag send a friend some cheese. And hashtag say cheese. She is a marketing professional. The one thing I was concerned about is, and, I, and I'm, I, I'm no longer up to speed on all of the laws 
in Iowa. Pella is not in Polk County. Is that correct? It is not. We are transporting cheese across county lines. That's what I'm wondering about. I'm wondering about if we've got like either a Smokey and the Bandit type situation here, but that was state lines. Or if we're talking county lines, I'm very concerned that we have like a Dukes of Hazard kind of uh, problem going on here that that you're going to run afoul of the law by by transporting uh, delicious cheese across state lines or across county Q, lines. Q, 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 Q. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them cheeses. I now regret everything I said. <laughs> at, at one point, I did actually know all of the rules about how much alcohol you could transport across state lines back when I had all of that bottles and cans recycling knowledge floating around in my head. Dude, dude, you're, you told me you were transporting empties, not fulls. Okay, whatever. I, I see I see why you stayed at that job for a while. Okay, go well, ahead. Some some of them were full. Some of them were empty. Look, eventually I'm getting the deposit back on these one way or the other. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, okay, so you've got, a, you've got a big long list of things to talk about. What do you got? Okay. All right. So let's, let's, let's jump in. This is almost follow up. Let's, let's jump into uh, Todd's tech corner from last week for just a minute. Okay. Um, because you surprised me with the whole, Hey, should I upgrade to iOS 14 or not? And I was like, eh, maybe sure. I don't remember what I told you either. Yes. No, maybe. I don't know. Talk about upgrading your phone. I threw out some ideas. Okay. You can, you can customize the home screen. And you at can the do- end you said, so what do you think you're going to upgrade? And I'm like, eh, Here's here is here is one cool thing. I mean, there's some, there's actually some cool stuff in it, but there's one thing that hasn't gotten a lot of a lot of uh, publicity about, but is really cool on on iOS. If you go, um, if you on your phone or your iPad with iOS 14, um, if you just go to any website, you can play along at home here, folks, too, if you want to, and it uh, and it pulls up. So I'm, I'm going to a new site here. And in the top of the bar, on the left-hand side, it has like like two le- capital letter A's. And you tap on that, there's a whole menu there. Ooh. Yeah. And that's been there for quite a while. So I can translate to Russian. Oh, yeah. That's new. New in 2020. Why, oh. why Russian? I don't, I don't know. At the bottom. <laughs> they're, they're, why? They're why? Just, of all the languages out there, why? Just getting us ready for January. Okay. Oh, 2020. Uh, <laughs> God, 2020, you suck. So if you go to the bottom of that list, if you've upgraded, it says privacy report, and it tells you how many trackers it stopped from tracking you. And in this case- From that website? From that website alone. So I just went to CNN.com. I click on this. The privacy report says it just prevented 23 trackers. If I tap on that, it then tells you in the last 30 days, how many trackers has it stopped overall? How many websites that you visited that have contacted trackers? 87% of the websites I go to. And then it lists, uh, it gives you a list of all the websites and how many different trackers that um, they have stopped. So if we look here, whoa, CNN.com, 32, SI.com, 32 different trackers. Google, 29. The Des Moines Register, 26 different trackers. And then it kind of goes down from there. And then you can also look at all the different trackers. So Google Analytics, oh, yeah. DoubleClick, Facebook. DoubleClick, yep, I got that. 
Facebook. Yeah. Yep. And then you can scroll down and you can see all of the different all so, the different all the different hidden websites that are tracking you on all of these web pages you go to that Apple is mostly blocking, but it's not blocking Google. The so I read the Daily Beast a lot. Okay. Fifty-seven trackers. Holy crap! Where does it even have room for content? <laughs> right. I, the The website that I went to to begin with was Entveld, which is where my cheese comes from. Yeah, yeah. They had two. Like, I mean, I mean, I want to buy the cheese from you. What do you want to know? I mean, I'm guessing most most websites is gonna are gonna have at least one because almost every website runs Google Analytics so that they know who's coming to them. So that's probably one. I, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the other one, I mean, yeah. Something to do with sausage or cheese or something. <laughs> it reports you directly. Um, actually, there's a weird, probably, it's probably a weird federal law that reports you directly to the Department of Agriculture in Wisconsin because they have to track everybody in the country who buys cheese. It's a Wisconsin thing you wouldn't understand. Sounds about right. Yeah. So it, that's yeah. cool. Yes. That anyway, is cool. so you don't even, this is on by default. It's just blocking. It's just blocking stuff. Um, which, by the way, the online advertising uh, uh, trade group declared that Apple was using its monopoly power to destroy their business and not give consumers choice about which advertisers they interacted with. <laughs> well, 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 that's one way to look at it. <laughs> so that might be worth yeah, the upgrade alone. Or, 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 or possibly giving consumers knowledge about what websites they're now not interacting with. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other way to look at it, but that would you know. be, wouldn't it? Hey, yeah. you know, yeah. what am I now? Yeah, it's two sides of the same coin. No, not really. It's, <laughs> that actually doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> two sides of both coins that are all going into Google's pocket. Speaking of, did you ever get your $11 and a penny? No, no. Okay. No. Just check it. I, yeah, that's, whew. I feels like from a, a much simpler time. <laughs> It really does, doesn't it? So that episode, that was episode nine, titled uh, "How to Make Twenty Two Dollars the Hard Way." So if you want the Google, if you want the Google Money story, episode nine. There you go. I promised my wife I'd do that. <laughs> okay. Um, what else on iOS fourteen? Anything else? No, I mean that's. I mean, well, if, if you if you've upgraded iOS fourteen, either on your iPad or your phone, I would absolutely start messing around with how you can customize your home screen and put in widgets. And uh, turns out, uh, and I understand Android people have been able to do this since 1973. I, I get that. I understand that, that it was uh, that, that it's been that way a long time on, on Android. And I get that iOS 14 still doesn't even give you all the controls that you have on Android, but this is new to us. And we have a new toy on the iPhone side. It's actually pretty cool that you can put um, and, and it's you, you you can add widgets you can add a widget that contains other widgets um so you can scroll through widgets one of the ones that shows up automatically on the screen to the left of your first page um it automatically puts on it goes through your photos that's on your phone and selects photos and just kind of gives you hey here's some photos in the past which is which is kind of nice so it is um, but how does it determine which photos it's sending me I noticed that, and then I'm like, oh, I don't care about that one. Oh, that one's kind of nice. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. So, so Apple decides. So, <laughs> so if you didn't like a photo, the problem isn't Apple. They thought you would. It's on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, uh, it's it's kind of fun to play with. Kind of you know you you can make it so now you can you know you can see the temperature right from your screen. Um, most of them, uh, if you tap on it, it takes you into it. It takes you into the app and shows you more information. The weather app they've now integrated. They bought Dark Sky, and so if it's raining or about to rain, it will give you. It will tell you this works been some places better than others. It will tell you it's going to start raining in ten minutes. It will rain for thirty minutes, and then it will stop. It's also giving you the air quality index is now built right into it. Um, if you slide to the bottom, unless unless it's unhealthy, and then it comes up to the top and you go, hey, I never saw that before. Oh, stay uh, in, stay in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. Visibility 10 miles. I can't see 20 feet without my glasses. I don't know what it thinks. So anyway, there's, there's a couple of nice things. Uh, I've just been playing with it. And since we talked about it last week, I thought I would throw that out. But the whole like, hey, by the way, this is just stopping. Holy crap. How much stuff is trying to figure out? What did you look at? Oh, you want to buy this? Like, yeah, I don't. Ooh, ooh, that's not good. So anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, you might want to put a marker here because I have something else to talk about before we get into the other stuff. And I was going to text you earlier and ask you about this. And the podcast network that I listen to a lot, Relay FM, every September, they do, um, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So the last two years, actually the last number of years, Relay FM has partnered with St. Jude to do some fundraising. Last year, they kind of made a big deal of it on their shows, made pitches. They did a podcast-a-thon last year. Anyway, this little uh, this little nerd uh, podcasting network raised $315,000 for St. Jude's. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, way to go, nerds. <laughs> so this year, they were originally planning on wanting to raise more money, but then the economy went all to hell. So uh, they basically set their goal to be the same amount as they raised last year, uh, $315,000. Last I looked, they were at $350,000, which is pretty impressive. So I, uh, so Lisa and I donated last year. Lisa and I donated again this year. What I was thinking was the one thing I could do is, is say, hey, to our 15 listeners, <laughs> hey, it's September. It's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. St. Jude treats kids and families, doesn't charge them. You know, we don't have sponsors on the show. If if, if there's a way, if you like the show, if you have the ability, uh, if you go to St. Jude, if you go to relay.fm, uh, relay click on the St. Jude and donate five or ten dollars, uh, we'd appreciate it. In addition to that, I'm gonna I'm gonna yes and this. Okay. Um, Amy is doing a virtual 5K for the Iowa chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Okay. And so if you go to her Facebook page, she has a link to uh, NAMI Walks, and you can also donate there. So so I will post links on our Facebook page for both St. Jude's as well as Amy's National Alliance on Mental Illness fundraiser. And so we'd love it if you would support both of those listeners, yeah. that would be great. We'd appreciate it. Super. All right. Now on for the show, onto the show, on with the show on it's time to light the light. It's time to, anyway, sorry, I can't sing anymore. We'll have to pay royalties on that. Okay. So <laughs> are we doing a zoom meeting? Because <laughs> <laughs> the opening for the Muppet show looks like a zoom meeting. 
Oh, I wish my Zoom meetings were that interesting. <sighs> okay, so my list of things to talk about. So, I, in no particular order, and and I and I kind of I kind of give you this warning, which is <laughs> this: this is not overall like I just again. There's a completely different show that we could do, and this week has not been a good week for any of the stuff that we would talk about in the other show. I'm just I'm just going to say that, right? I I personally I am I'm feeling angry. I'm I'm feeling frustrated. There's a little bit of uh, feeling scared too, but we we're not going to talk about any of that. So instead, I found some other stuff that we do like to talk about. But I'm going to take all of that uh, anger and frustration out on these stories. Are you good with that? Do you, Do you need to lie down on the couch and have me be your psychologist, and we can talk about displacement and? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. There's a couple of people on here. They deserve it. So we're fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're just re-channeling. Okay. Yeah, this is just, this is just, uh, okay. Most of it is, shockingly, most of it is sports related. So there you go. Okay. <sighs> Number one, <laughs> like I got a top 10 list here. Although that'd be top 10. I go 10 to one. Anyway, that's fine. NFL's back, right? And and have you, have you been watching any of the, uh, any of the NFL games? Some. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's about all anybody needs to be watching. Some. Right? <laughs> I've yet to watch the Bears. Week oh. one, they weren't on here. Week two, I was playing in a golf tournament with my dad. And so they've so, won twice. I've watched none. I may not watch a game all year, but sorry, I digress. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Was they're undefeated with you not watching? I think we found the secret to our success. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I interrupted there. Go, no, please, fine. Fine. please go ahead. So, the, you know, I think this is in the back of my head for a while. Also, now I'm doing Andy Rooney. You know what really bugs me? All right, sorry. This this was in the back of my head for a while, but I, for whatever reason, and I've looked forward to the return of some sports. I mean, this has been like, okay, good. This is going to happen. And you know what? We'll take it as long as it lasts. And if it doesn't last, that's fine. But, you know, a little bit of normalcy, as everybody says. But also, also normalcy. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like uh, normalcy. That's fine. That's uh, good. Norm- That's good yeah. too. Yeah. You know what? Sam, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm amped up now. So whatever, you know what? As long as I get close to the words, I, that's close enough. Right. All of the, all of the TV people that cover the NFL, you know how, you know how they're referred to now. And they've and this has been this way for years and years and years. Right. But they're broadcast partners of the NFL. Right. They, they like to think that they're, well, you know, they're journalists or whatever, but they're broadcast partners of the NFL couple of things that I, I really need these broadcast partners to do. Uh, so number one, I if I if I if I had the ability to do this, I would tell every NFL broadcaster that they were not allowed to use the word special ever again for the rest of the season. Because at any given game, there are at least eight people in every game where you will hear, you know, this guy's special. Like he is special. Now sometimes that means good and sometimes that means bad. Normally they mean good, but they need to stop. But this one this one just took the, just, I was like, are you kidding me? At the end of the game, sideline reporter, by the way, what's in the title? Reporter, right? Michelle Tafoya, who's very good at her job, right? She's, she's yes. very good. Like yes. she, she tells you stuff that you don't know. That's what you want from a reporter. She's a better sideline reporter than I am. That's for sure. And she wouldn't have to be very good to be better than I am. <laughs> she's like, that's, was that a, was that a, was that a dig? <laughs> anyway. So I noted, I noted what she said. I don't know who the player was she was talking to, but at the, after the game ends, 
she's interviewing a player and she's so it's socially distanced. So the player's on the field and has a microphone and she's like up in the first row of the stands and they're interviewing people. Anyway, at the end of the interview, the player says to Michelle, sideline reporter Tafoya, Michelle, you're amazing. And she says, you're amazing too. And I'm like, well, we're done being a reporter now, right? <laughs> like we're done. We're just, we're out. <laughs> Thank you for another successful meeting of the Mutual Admiration Society. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was a that was a hard hitting interview. <laughs> can you imagine? I'm just like, can you? Im- I mean, I understand it's a sports reporter's job, but but they tra- they take it seriously, and generally they do a very good job. But can you imagine? Like, you're interviewing like I don't know the governor of any given state, and and at the end of it, the reporter just goes, "Governor, just one last uh, follow up, follow up. You're amazing." <laughs> But that was the high point of sports broadcasting. You 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 clearly don't watch a lot of Trump on Fox, do you? <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. Okay. Uh, so so uh Sunday night football. So so, you, so, so yeah. what you're saying is they need to be more professional. Well, here's the thing. At some point you're the broadcaster or reporter or you're just the cheerleader. <laughs> right? And at this point uh, they're more cheerleaders than they are reporters or broadcasters, which, which is, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But uh, I, you know what? I, I would just, I, I just love to have a game where somebody's like, and he picked up a second down. That's a pretty good run. That's all you need to say. You don't, he doesn't need to go to the hall of fame on that run. Right? Cause he's not gonna. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. According to these guys, he might, which which, by the way, okay, I'm going to do these out of order. I'll get back to the sports broadcasting. Speaking of putting people in the Hall of Fame a little early, ESPN yesterday had a headline. Before I say this, just as a reminder, Dwayne, how many games have happened so far in the NFL? Every team has played how many games? Two. Two. And the so season... 32 games. Right. But, but every player, if you've played, you've played in two games. And how many games does a, a team play in, assuming we get through all of them? 16. 16, right? Okay. So we've played two. You're one-eighth of the way through the season. One-eighth of the way through the season. And ESPN has, a has after, on Monday, here's the headline. Seahawks quarterback Wilson, now favorite for NFL MVP. <laughs> well, you know what? We've seen two games. Nothing's going to change. That's our guy. <laughs> Russell, Russell Wilson is their favorite. <laughs> Well, according to the story, because I was like, who the hell is saying that? This is the betting line. So I guess that makes a little bit of sense because apparently you can bet and then and then the line moves every week. But I'm like, you've played two games. Really? How how can you set up a favorite? That Dwayne, that would be like you going out to play 18 and getting a birdie on the first two holes each, right? So now you're two under. And then you go, you know what? I'm done. I'm walking off. How'd you shoot? I was 18 under. <laughs> well, if I got birdies on the first two holes, I must have been playing putt putt, or I had, or I had somebody else's card. <laughs> to, I I took the day off this afternoon, and I planned because I got an invitation to go and play, and I did. I was even through eight, and the reason I know I was even through eight was because I looked at my scorecard on the nine tee box and promptly hit the ball into the woods. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm even wank. Oh, it's pretty much exactly what I did. <laughs> oh, you know, the lesson 
don't look at your scorecard. And the whole rest of the round, my buddy was singing Kenny Rogers, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Like, Thanks. The whole rest of the round. What'd you learn, Dwayne? Don't look at the scorecard. Just play. Don't don't think, just throw. Hey, Dwayne, that's a heck of a no-hitter you're working on. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Thanks, buddy. <sighs> I derailed this again. Where were yeah. we? All right. All right. Back. So... So one more thing with our sports broadcasting people. So Sunday night football has, I, I texted you on this uh, Sunday, Sunday night football has a new pre and post game contributor. His name is, uh, his name is Jack Collinsworth. If that name sounds familiar, it's because his dad, Chris Collinsworth is the commentator for Sunday night football. And out of some weird, mysterious, what are the odds? What are the possible odds? that you would end up hiring his son to be on national TV before and after every one of his games. And the two of them can then broadcast together after a game. That's, I mean, the, the odds of that happening must be amazing. Uh, I'm sure he's very good at what he does, but I'm sure there's a whole bunch of, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, so I, I, cause I looked up, I'm like, why is he? So he, um, he, I think he went to Notre Dame, majored in broadcasting was an NBC was the NBC social meds correspondent for the 2016 Olympics. Oh. Yeah. I'm guessing he won a contest or something. Spent 4 years at ESPN and and then was hired uh by NBC Sports in March for an undetermined role. Yeah. That's uh you know, that's that's it's it, you know, it, it's it's good to see that uh, high profile opportunities are going to to people that that really need a need a uh, leg up in a in an industry to, to get a foothold and move on. Are are you saying that we have a problem with nepotism in our leadership in this country? Me? No, no, no. Okay. That's the other. When are we recording the other podcast? <laughs> I think we're doing it tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need another diet Pepsi. I'm gonna have to go grab one. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, seems like we're doing it right now. <laughs> well, that's easy because then you can edit both at the same time. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Remember, you're editing the other podcast. You know what? That means you're editing this week's podcast. Oh, sweet. Woohoo. Oh, that's awesome. I would have, I would have been much more precise earlier had I known I was editing. <laughs> hey, hey, stop all, stop all the messing around. I'm, I'm editing this. The, so, <laughs> Welcome to my world, man. <laughs> um, let's see. A couple of others. Oh, this one. And this, this one isn't, this one isn't a huge, did you see, this is, this is, <laughs> I wrote this down before the rest of the story came out. And once I heard the rest of the story, I thought, oh, I feel bad for even writing this down. But it's still content. So I'm going to I'm going to share this. So you were out golfing Sunday. Um, so you probably missed the the, the breaking news was that uh, Tyrod Taylor, the starting quarterback for the Chargers, was ruled out of the game after the coin flip, but before this game started. All of a sudden, it came out. Oh yeah! By the way, the the rookie's going to start. Tyrod's out, and there was a report that he had a chest injury before the game. And Sunday what? afternoon, I'm sitting there thinking, "Yeah, there you go." So you had not seen the story, right? No. Yeah. What? So, yeah. And my thought is, how does a quarterback get a chest injury before so close to the game? That, like, did he pull something and warm up? Like, what? And the head coach after the game said he didn't know. That, that Taylor wasn't available until after the coin flip and then was told, by the way, Taylor's out. Did he take a ball to the chest? 
Yeah, right? Like, like, okay, who tackled our guy <laughs> right? during warm-ups? Yeah. So so that was my whole attitude. And I'm like, boy, I'm going to put this in the podcast because this is funny, right? Like, because, <laughs> you know, baseball players, oh, he's on he's on the 15 uh, day uh, he's on the 15 day injury list because he's he uh, he slipped on he slipped in his backyard on a slip and slide or something, right? No, no, no. no. Sneezed. He oh, threw his back out sneezing. sneezing. <laughs> he can't pitch. Sneeze. Yeah. There you go, right? So that's a baseball thing. So I'm thinking, what could a football player have done? Well, then the story came out, and and now this is I'm sharing this because uh, because on on Sunday I, I was I was going to be a you know wise ass about this, and then I heard the story, and then I thought, oh oh yeah. So in the previous game, he cracked a couple of ribs. Oh, so he was going to play in Sunday's game with a big flak jacket on, but he was also going to take a pain killing shot <laughs> because. You should probably play quarterback in the NFL if you have a couple of cracked ribs. Oh, the painkiller, they'll make it. It'll be fine. When the team doctor went to give him the painkilling injection in his ribs, punctured Taylor's lung. No. Yeah. Yep. Yep. With the needle. Just whoop, a little so, deep. So former team doctor? <laughs> well, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have some questions. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm betting. I'm betting. Yeah. Uh. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. You probably shouldn't play. <laughs> That's good call there. What? What was? Well, not hilarious. What was interesting was after the game, the coach clearly knew what had happened, but he wasn't telling anybody. But what he basically said was because every because the the rookie Herbert he played he played really well, right? And generally, what happens is Taylor's new on the team. You drafted a rookie in the first round. Once a rookie plays and they play well, the rookie's in for now. Like, that's his job. And so everybody said, hey, Herbert played pretty well. Is he going to be your new starter? And uh, Anthony Lynn, the coach, said, nope, Tyrod's our guy. When he's healthy, he's he's back to being number one. And he's, yeah, but but Herbert showed. I mean, he was your first round. He showed. Nope. Tyrod's our guy. When he's healthy, he's our starter. And everybody thought, oh, yeah, that's just that's just coach speak. Hey, by the way, we punctured the guy's lung, so he probably has to get his job back. <laughs> was that the doctor? No, that was the team lawyer. <laughs> you really shouldn't lose your job to injury, whether it's, you know. I mean, it's bad enough when it just happens, but when it right. happens by an employee. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so. Uh, um, poor guy. That's too. That's. That's terrible. Yeah. That's it, no good. Yeah. You know, in our fantasy football league, every uh, every Tuesday morning, the commissioner, you, publishes who who was the owner with the most points, who was the player with the most points, and we give out every week the sucks to be you award. Yes, uh, we do. We do, and there's there's different ways of earning it. There's there's an actual there's the natural sucks to be you, which is um, you had the second highest points in the entire fantasy league out of twelve teams. You were number two, but your opponent was number one, so you would have beaten. Everybody else in the league, except the one person you were playing. Yep. Boy, sucks that's, to be you. Yep. That's that's called, we call that the natural. Uh-huh. Yep. The natural. Had I told you this earlier, I think Tyrod probably could have gotten at least an honorable mention in our sucks to be you award. For uh, this. Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I've not, well, actually this week sucks to be you was any owner that had any one of a half dozen players that got injured this week. 
not to mention Tyrod Taylor. It was not a good week to be a player in the regular NFL or an owner in our league. It was bad. As one of those owners, <laughs> I would like to thank you for the award and hope that I never qualify for it again. Did you win this week? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm right up there with your bears. So, so last, b- before we leave, yeah, before yeah. we leave announcers. <laughs> oh, have you got a story? <laughs> I do. So we're watching, we're watching the Cubs and the Pirates on Monday night. Cubs in Pittsburgh. The Cubs announcers were lamenting the lack of fans in the stands in Pittsburgh. You know, and somebody somebody hit the ball into the stands, and they're like, "Oh, you know, it's just, it's just too bad that we don't have fans in the stadium for baseball, right?" But then followed that up with, "But." It is Pittsburgh on a Monday night. With the year they're having, there wouldn't be that many more here tonight anyway. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Back wow. that up. Did wow. he really say that? It's just, it's just throwing shade. Like, that's just. <laughs> wow. Oh, Monday and you know, night in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, no- and normally what you would say is, you know, if you're if you're at the last week of um, the last week of September, in a normal baseball year, you'd say, you know what? These announcers have, have had a long year as well. <laughs> like, they're just blowing off steam at this point. They just need the season to be over. You know, but they're they're only on game like 55 right now. Like, like they, they should just be hitting their stride at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just shaking off the rust. <laughs> oh, uh, announcers. <laughs> What's next? Because um, we're at 59 minutes. Yeah. So we'll keep this one. You know what? That'll keep this. That'll keep this one short. Yeah, I say that. We're going to be here for a while. Okay. I believe in a previous podcast, I went on a small rant about the entitlement of college football coaches. <laughs> Does that ring uh, a bell? I believe that was episode 29. Yes. There, there we go. And it was directed in many ways towards the Nebraska football, the University of Nebraska football team. <laughs> where, where the N stands for knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Partially because they were looking at having the attorney general of the state of Nebraska sue the Big Ten to demand that Nebraska be allowed to play football for the kids. It's it's all about the kids, right? They just they care about their kids so much. The kids need this opportunity. The Big Ten took a vote for a variety of reasons. Answer to all of your questions is money. And decided, you know what? We're going to play football this season. Huzzah! And one would think that Nebraska, who again was going to get the attorney general and the governor was weighing in that they have to be allowed to play for the kids, that they would be celebrating and focusing on the season ahead. And instead of celebrating and saying, we get to go play football for the kids. Do you know what their reaction was? Well, our schedule sucks. I don't want to co- the a- the athletic director. I don't want to complain here, but this is a really, really terrible schedule. We have to start the schedule. We have to start the season at Ohio State. Look at look at how hard our schedule is. I lobbied for all sorts of different ideas, and they didn't accept any of them. I said that we should only play in our divisions. We shouldn't even have to be playing Ohio State. We shouldn't even have to be playing anybody in the other division, the Heroes or Legends or East or whatever they call that. So after bitching and moaning for, what, six solid weeks about how all they want to do is play football for the kids, they just want their chance to play. The Big Ten says, cool, here's eight games. And they go, "Mm, I don't want to play those eight games. (laughs) 
Here's, here's the thing, though. All of their opponents are the exact same opponents that they had originally scheduled for this year, minus like Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. So they had nine games. They have the, they have eight. Eight of them are still the same. So they were still going to be playing them. Yes. And they're whining about how tough it is. And one of the things that he said, and I just, I'm thinking, you you need to go away from a microphone. You are not helping yourself, was he was complaining that their first game was at Ohio State. And he said, this is the first time that we're going to be in a hotel. This is the first time that we're going to be taking a chartered aircraft. You think that this could be easier. And my thought was, chartered aircraft? Boy, that sounds really nice for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. This is all just for the kids. And, and what, what really struck me was, I, I'm sitting here thinking, I know what Nebraska is not, the, here's what they're not saying out loud, but they're saying very, they're making a point without exactly saying it. What they're trying to say is, listen, the power programs in this conference need to beat up on the on the weaker middling teams that are just there for fodder that their schedule needs to be packed with all of these fodder teams so that they have a shot at a good bowl game at the end of the year. And they're complaining because they don't understand. You'd think their record would tell them they think they're one of the power teams and you know what they are? They're, they're the fodder. They're the fodder. You know, Ohio state's going, we get Nebraska. Hood dog. <laughs> That'll be a good warm up. They're, I'm not even sure we're going to play the seniors. <laughs> they, Nebraska doesn't even have a winning record in the West Division since they joined the Big Ten. Yeah. They're awful. And, the, and that's the easy division. And that's the easy division. They can't, Rutgers, compete, Rutgers. They can't compete in the easy division. <laughs> right. I mean, Michigan State's going, I don't know what you're talking about. We play Michigan and Ohio State every year. What yeah, are you we're complaining fine. about? We're fine. We're the big boys. <laughs> right. And and how do you know that you're the big boys? Because you don't complain about the big games. <laughs> you don't hear Michigan State. You know what Michigan's if you tried to take away either the Michigan or the Ohio State game from Michigan State, you know what they would say? Don't take those away from us. We're playing those. <laughs> Nebraska? Hey, could you move Ohio State and Penn State maybe off of our schedule? And could we bring in Rutgers and maybe Ellsworth Community College? <laughs> if you want to be number one. You got to play number one. If Nebraska really thinks that they're good, they're going to have to go play these teams. Now, I don't know anybody that thinks they can win that game, but that, what does that say about your faith in your own program that we don't want to go play that game as opposed to bring them on? We'll take on the number one team in the nation. We'll play anyone, anywhere. Except Ohio State. We Except Ohio State at Columbus. At we don't. Columbus. We don't want that. No. No. Oh. No, no. We didn't. No. And not no. Penn or, State at Penn State. Don't. We're not no. going to do that either. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 Matter of fact, we have a list. <laughs> you know, they did point out their team is really young, and they've got some. They got some really. They got a young team, and they just they need these these young this, these young kids need an opportunity to get their feet under them before they. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yep. So I. So the thing I just found funny, right, was for yes. six weeks, Nebraska was demanding that they get to play in a big, they need to play a Big Ten schedule. And Guess the what? Big Ten gave them a schedule. And they said, whoa, whoa. I don't want to play that. 
you know what? Maybe, you know, we, we talked about relegation and everything else. Maybe, maybe Nebraska should look at maybe, maybe, I don't know. Is the Mac accepting anybody? Big West. Oh, big sky. Big sky. Big yes, sky. There you right? go. Yeah. yeah big I don't sky. think, I don't Thank think, you. I don't think they're prepared for the mountain West. We're not going to Boise state. Are you kidding me? We can't go to, we can't possibly go to Boise state. <laughs> Anyway, um, there you go. Thank you, Nebraska football, for pointing out um, how committed you are to playing football for the kids, but not that committed. <laughs> oh, they need to be committed, all right. Uh, I just, I'm just thinking, just like, way to rally the boosters. You know what we're going to do? We're going to fly to Columbus, and we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to lose. <laughs> what? And then... <laughs> And then we're going to fly to Penn State and we're going to lose that game. But then when we get home and we get to somebody we can beat, preferably from the West of the Big Ten, is Northwestern playing? Maybe we got. OK, then you can write your checks. All right. Who's with me? Uh, anyway, that felt good. That felt good. I, you know what? I can. You know what? I can see why they spent six weeks just bitching and moaning about the lack of football for the kids, because, you know, once you get that off your chest, it, it's, it's a good time. You're in a better place. You're in a better place now. Oh, so much better. All right. Just let me check Twitter here real quick and see if, oh my God. (laughs) Do not, do not go to the dumpster fire that is Twitter. (sighs) All right. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah, I did. All right. (laughs) This, this one's, I learned a couple of things. Uh, Something I've got, I'm going to carry over because, because I think, I think, I think there's some, there's some content here. Uh, this one's pretty short. This one came out today. Have you heard of uh, there, there's a there's a home automation surveillance uh, alarm company called Ring? I don't know if you've you've heard yes. of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They advertise tons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I own one of their products. Um, I wish I didn't, but I do. And Ring Ring Ring's an interesting company. Uh, they're now owned by Amazon. They they've had they've had a checkered past. Um, they make security cameras and doorbell cameras and alarm systems. In the past couple of years, they've they've done some things that people aren't super happy with. One of the things they've done is they've um, they've signed contracts with a lot of public um, local public institutions that said that the public institution will promote Ring's products, but part of the contract is a gag order forbidding any of those public officials from talking about that partnership so they can't disclose that they're in an agreement what? with with a private company yeah and and you know do you know when i say public officials do you know which departments they've been working with <laughs> it's not the water company ring ring has ring got caught basically they they have contracts with hundreds and hundreds of police departments across the country and all of the contracts had gag clauses in them that said that the police department per the contract it was uh, they were not allowed to acknowledge the fact that they had a contract with Ring, and that the police department would use their stationery, their websites, their officers to recommend specifically Ring products to people. Good, good company. They do surveillance. <laughs> oh, and that was the other thing. They may or may not have been um, taking people's video cameras or their doorbells, and they they made. They 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 created dashboards for the police so the police could look up in a community and see everybody who had a ring camera. So they knew where the ring cameras were and at least where the field of view that they had. So according to Ring, 
it was if the police, if there was a crime, the police would know who to go to, to ask to get their video. But it's also unclear there. It looks like for a while um, the police could actually ask ring and get the video from your cameras without your permission. <laughs> oh, Nobody knows. Lord. Yeah. 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 It's, it's for the kids. We're trying to keep the, we're just trying to keep the whole thing safe. Anyway, with all of that as a background, they announced a product today that is going to be released in the spring. Let me, understanding that, let me, let me throw this one to you because they also do an alarm system that can hook into your cameras and your doorbell and everything else. Right. Uh Uh-huh. They now have an indoor drone or they will. Wait, uh, uh, what? Yes. So it is an indoor drone with a camera that sits in its base. And when you turn your alarm system on, it can it can fly a pre-programmed path through your house to keep an eye on it for you. Uh-huh. Well, that seems like overkill. Oh, I suppo- mean, I, granted, I have a small house. <laughs> it's a small drone. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking. So you're a company that has secret ties <laughs> that you refuse that. You're so proud of your ties with law enforcement that you make sure that nobody can talk about them. And, uh, and actually uh, in the clauses, in some of the clauses, I believe it said that they were to deny that even if there was a freedom of information act, they claimed that the entire contract was trade secrets. So even if somebody asked the police department for all their contracts, this would not be included in it because, uh, because it was trade secret and you know, whatever has maybe, maybe does some surveillance dashboards or whatever. And they mostly are on the outside of your house. And now what they're like is, Hey, would you mind if we had an autonomous drone that you can tell the path it wants to fly, but you can't actually manually control it. It flies when it wants to fly. Do you mind if our drone just flies around your house um, shooting video of whatever it is that we want to see? So what did I learn? I'm not buying uh, an, an inside surveillance drone from Ring when they're available. That is not going on my Christmas list. So anyway, that's that's me. Now, now if somebody else wants to, you know, more power to you. There you go. That that's that's one to know. Should should I be worried about my robot vacuum? Oh yeah. Um <laughs> uh, okay. do you do you want to know? No. Should we do that in a follow-up show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's by the way, we own one of those too. It's it's problematic. Anyway, what did you learn this week? <laughs> So, you know how Facebook has a problem? <laughs> yes, right? Political ads on Facebook and how they're, you know, tightening down on those, right? Ostensibly, Supposedly. sure. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, have you been on Facebook Marketplace lately? Uh, no. What what is that? <laughs> so, that is that is basically like eBay and Craigslist kind of, if you've got, for example, old golf clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. To sell. Right. Which I have done, right. I've sold golf clubs on Facebook marketplace and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I've bought stuff and whatever. Anyway, Facebook marketplace everywhere on Facebook marketplace are, I'm guessing I refuse to click on them because I don't want that in my click history. But it's either yard signs or flags or doormats or posters for a certain candidate. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. 
that fills the entire screen perfectly and is a little tiny ad for really? a candidate. Huh. That's interesting. It's a, it's almost as if what you're saying is, is that these are ostensibly items for sale, but if you, it, it actually works as an ad in a place that there's not supposed to be ads. That's exactly what I'm saying. Huh. That's why I threw it into this week. I learned Yeah, because it's I knew this I week. Just, it's new. It was new to me this week, and it fi- and I'm you know I, again with all of the everything that's going on, and you know we're frustrated, and it was just another piece of my frustration that I go to Facebook to watch my friends fight right over <laughs> no for no reason. I don't go to Facebook to get political ads thrown at me. No, wait, no, um, I don't know. I'm not sure you know how Facebook works. <laughs> Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. Tell your friends to listen. If they can't find us, just search Talkin' and the number two, no G, no space. They can find us on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Podbean. We do have a page on Facebook. There is no merchandise. There We have merch. And we have a place on Facebook, but there is no inappropriate advertising. If you find inappropriate advertising on our Facebook page, send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. You like how I just just merged all that in together? You did. I did. I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned when you said inappropriate advertising, somebody's going to go, there's the picture of two dorks in a car all over your page. You should do something about that. Well, and last week there was a picture of Leroy Jenkins. Oh yeah. By the way, sorry to derail this. A uh, quick follow-up. Uh, my entire YouTube feed is now filled with, uh, with stories about Leroy Jenkins, including a clip from the daily show of 20 or 2012, uh, when, uh, when John Stewart had Leroy Jenkins appear in the middle of a debate. So I really, I really need you two to stop doing this. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> At least I have chicken. Thank you to our listeners, especially the new ones. Please do tell your friends if you like what you heard. And as I said before, send us your feedback at feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd? Make sure you're registered to vote. Please. And if you don't know how to, if you're on Facebook and you don't have 30, make sure you're registered to vote things pop up on your feed every time you log in, uh, you're not doing Facebook right. Maybe, no, wait, maybe I'm not doing Facebook right. Yeah, we talk about that offline. (laughs) Well, yes, please go register to vote. And until next week, we've been talking to Todd. We're not going to make it another six weeks without recording at least one episode of that other one. (laughs) I know, right? Search for Talking to Todd, the other podcast.
Just just put the explicit tag on it right now. Buckle up, people. Grab your rattles. <laughs>